They call me chicken legs. Let's be serious now. That's exactly why we do the chicken dance. It's great to see you, Robert, Elizabeth. Uh, I like this because I'm hearing JJ. We got Jasper, who is Jeanette's son, and then we got uh, Jasmine back there. Welcome back from her trip seeing her family. Hallelujah. How was it? Good. Willie's okay? This is Dad. Willie's dad. I got to call him Willie. He's all right? He's getting over it, you being up here? Kind of. Not really. See, the firstborn daughter, come on, dads, it's just so hard, so hard, the separation. But this morning, I just want to, I'm going to uh, ask a couple of you just to kind of interact. The thing that I passed out last week, I hope, that uh, uh, Hebrews 11, did anybody throw it in the trash, leave it in their Bible, put it on their mirror, tape it to their, tape it to their forehead, on the refrigerator, on your dresser. Now, faith brings our hope into reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things that we long for. It is all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen, a confidence beyond our own, because it rests in the character of Father, the foundation of our faith. I have a couple of these left if somebody wasn't here last week, and Jasmine, I'll make sure that you have one. And Jasper, I'm a, it's available for you as well. You can put it on your hat. You can put it in your pocket. Or you can... Okay, I like that. Come on. Well, then the word became the lamb's flesh, I guess, huh? <laughs> I like that. It was... No, we won't even go there. All right, we'll leave that alone. But what I want to ask is, because this has to be real, where we are right now in this faith move of God, <clears throat> it's just so incredible. You know, I walk in, um, because you are the Word, God gives me the things, the topic which taking place that needs to minister to us, myself, as well as you. But when I come in, <clears throat> you may not always say the words, but all I have to do is look at your countenance, and I know what's going on, <laughs> right? And so I'm purposing to align myself uh, I spent a couple of hours, Ben and I have been working for months trying to get the sound system corrected because the, uh, the uh, F-A-C-E-B-O-O-K keeps messing with everything that churches do online, so it distorts all the sound. So I got another microphone, hooked it up, spent a couple of hours, and I tested it out. I had my, my phone playing the music, and man, it was clear, and I'm telling Ben how awesome it is. So then he tells me this morning, there's this buzz and there's this hum. <laughs> so we're isolating it here and there and here and whatever. Thank goodness for Sean Wilder. <clears throat> Where I ran the wire into the sound booth, all of the camera wires are right there. So apparently when I put the new wire through, I messed with his camera wires. So poor Sean had to come to the rescue again. But Ben said it was a great learning moment because Sean was able to kind of go through some of the things that I said. So forgive me, guys, for my intentions were good, right? So anyway, but this has to be real for you, faith, because right now when I walked in this morning and hear, hearing, looking, and seeing, and <clears throat> Daddy, I hug him, you know, and Daddy says, whoa, he says, <laughs> What a morning. He says, I thought it was just myself. But he says, everybody, you've got people crying and people just going here and going there. And it's just like, 
Faith is the substance of things hoped for, those things that are not seen, unseen. How do you move into faith unless you're in impossible situations that you can't fix yourself? Jasper? I thought you lost life and hope. Come on. But see, the thing is, the things that I tried to point out last week, a couple of things that when God speaks, guess what? He sends it out to accomplish what he wants to do. And it's most of the time, all the time, wants to change your life, change your perspective, to change the way you look at things, the way that you respond to things. The first thing, hang on, Bell. Life demands a response. I want you to listen to that because I'm going to ask a couple of people. I'm going to give you the microphone and you just take a couple of minutes. Where did life come to you this week that demanded a response? And the second one, going beyond ourselves. What was the word that it was? It said in our little sheet there, a confidence beyond our own. I want you to think about that. I want to think you think about a life, a life situation this last week that demanded a response from you, where it took you beyond your own abilities. Anybody willing to? And we'll try to keep it just. Just a couple of three minutes, okay? This happens to be Tina. <laughs> Wisdom by uh, Wayne's side. Because without Tina, where would Wayne be right now? Mm. Just, just ask him. It may take a couple of hours, but just ask him. That must be the Lord. <laughs> That's never happened before. Was it? He said he's going to shake everything one last time, right? You know, it was definitely because. Okay, Lord. That is weird. Go ahead, Tina. Okay. Go ahead. So um, recently, um, my son's best friend passed away. Um, they are finding that he had um, seizures that started back up. He'd had them since he was a little kid, but they had gone away. And um, so that's what he passed from. Anyway, he was 17 years old. And um, there's been some other things that have been going on with Jackson himself. And we've been really praying and, and going in for the Lord and asking him to just work on, our, on his heart. Because, um, you know, he has said, he has said, you know, I accept God. And then he turned around and said, well, I didn't. <laughs> so we've been really pressing in for him. But this week, there was a big, huge breakthrough with him. And he's asking me questions. And he's, and he's saying things like, um, he asked me about why it was that maybe he passed. And he actually came out and said, 
Mama, I believe that there are demons at work that are just trying to destroy everybody. <laughs> and I was like, yes, actually there is. You don't, you know, we don't see it. We don't understand it. I said, but, you know, you're not far off from that. And then I explained, you know, what he could do in prayer. And Beautiful. It, it was just, it was a big moment. It was a big breakthrough. Like that one that we've been waiting for for a long time. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Life demands a response. I just want to say. Whoop, okay. Hang on, don't. We want to get this so we can hear it. It's just a comment. Um, I was there the night. I was standing right next to Jackson when he received the Lord. And Seth Amak was here. And, um, you know, he was at that service. And Seth asked him, do you, you know, mm -hmm. do you want to receive Jesus as Lord? And Jackson pondered it. And he said, yes. I mean, there was no forcing it. He was like, yes. So... Um, he prayed the sinner's prayer, and, you know, there was prayer for him. Amen. And um, when Tina told me that he, you know, was struggling, you know, you know, the devil doesn't want you to receive Jesus Christ mm -hmm. as your Lord That's and right. Savior and for you to become a disciple of Christ. So um, recently, you know, these things that he was struggling with and things that had happened, um, and she was just talking, you know, about I want him to receive Christ. And I said, I just want to tell you that when you told me months ago, I, as my prayer for Jackson, this is what the Lord said to me. And this is what, well, I believe the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I said, Lord, you know, that he would give his heart to you. He said, I heard him the first time. I heard him the first time. <laughs> Come on. I didn't listen to that other stuff. I heard him the first time. And I want, him to, I want us to have faith for that. And let's bring the prodigals home Amen. until he's right in the house of the Lord. He's, he's such a wonderful young man and right. gifted and talented. And he's one of ours. He, he's, he's one of these seats that you don't see him sitting in right now. But he will be. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Life demands a response. <laughs> Takes us beyond our own abilities. Who else would like to describe their personal experience? I was going to say, Tina's the only one in this house that's had an experience with God this week. I had a really, really um, experience with God this week. A Beautiful. lot. Um, my son just got out of prison. He came home. Yeah. He'd been in for 240 days. Um, he's an addict. Um, and God says, you can change. Amen. And he came up this morning and he says, Mom... He came yesterday with me down to the food shelf, and he came yesterday, today walking down, and I wasn't ready to go, but I, I was coming to get Peggy and Ray so they could come, and he says, do you mind me going to church with you? I says, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're more than welcome anytime. Um, and when he walked in from walking home from jail, he walked and he says, Mom, can I have a hug? And he yes. This young man 
a year ago, I didn't know him. Mm-hmm. He was a totally different. He was a 90-year-old a man. Mm. Now look at him. Amen. And God just ended up doing this Amen. to us. And I am so proud of you Amen. for what you have done. Amen. And stay up with the good word. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I guess, Jasper, if you want to join that lamb of Moise, uh, you could probably eat this and maybe that will become. <laughs> you want to try it? <laughs> okay, we won't. Lord, thank you. Jackson, Jeanette. James says in chapter 2 that faith without works is dead. Verse 26 says it's like a life without breath or the spirit. What we've heard is the testimony going beyond your natural abilities. A confidence beyond ourselves. Just ponder this last week. Just take a few minutes and reflect on the places that you were brought into in your personal life, Daddy, (laughs) that brought you to a place where you were having to move in a place of trusting and believing that which was beyond your own confidence. That originates from the power of the Spirit of the Lord. You're increasing in how it is. The word says that the sons, today's sons, walk by the Spirit. You don't necessarily go to a class, get a certificate to say that I have now graduated to where now I can say that I'm walking in the Spirit. It's only given by God. Many plant, many water, but the increase comes from the Father. And I I want... And this, I, I, I don't know how else to express this. I, I needed to pause or take time out because, you know, we're, uh, we're often hearers of the word but not doers of the word. Because most of the time, for us, we think the word's for somebody else and not ourselves. But I think as Chris was saying, Daddy was saying this morning, all you got, <laughs> he says, and he said everybody. <laughs> all of us, if we are true sons, unless we're illegitimate or bastards. He comes to test and try and prove, to give us the understanding that it is not our own abilities of what's taking place in our lives right now. Jasper, as much as you would like to take credit for it, as much as Jeanette would like to take credit of it, surely as a praying mother, because we see in Peter where Paul was telling Timothy, excuse me, in Timothy, telling Timothy to stir up the gifts because of the words that have been spoken by your mother and grandmother over you. They're inside of you. Stir them up. And see, we don't have a Paul or a Timothy in many times in our lives, but the Holy Spirit is coming to stir up what's inside of you. We keep looking for somebody else to solve our problem or correct our kids or correct our husband or fix our wife so I can move on with my life and I can be mature and I can enjoy my life in God. It doesn't work that way. Or fix my husband. Or fix my husband. It doesn't work that way. Well, gee, if my kids just weren't so bad all the time, I would just have a good life. 
or if my parents were different, if I had different parents, then my life would probably be a lot better. What did we talk about Rahab last week? She was a prostitute. Her parents were Canaanites. They were serving other gods. And out of all of humanity within the walls of Jericho, there was only one family that was saved. And that was a prostitute and her family. And salvation didn't come in the way of becoming a Hebrew or acknowledgement of Yahweh or Jehovah until almost ten years later. How can God use me? Come on. He's using you every day. You just don't realize it. Until you realize you're not doing it. He's got your carcass moving around wherever he wants. Oh, I've got control of my life. I know what I'm doing. Guess what? You are mistaken. I, I so much want you. I keep asking the Holy Spirit because the Father has to be the one to do this. There has to be an experience like that was with that lamb. Do you think that was by chance that a lamb would eat the word of God? It could have, it could have been a dog. It could have been, it could have been a, a cow. It, could, it was the lamb. Are we not the lambs of God, the sheep that are purposed to be that which the word is ingested and the word becomes flesh? To where you don't have to think about, well, do I want to do this or not, God? Do you really think that I should really go to church this morning? You think it's God's will for me to go to church this morning? Are you serious? It shouldn't. When the word becomes that which is written upon our hearts, when it bypasses the enmity, the reasoning of, gee, well, I don't know, maybe if I just kind of have some time to myself because I really had a bad week, and maybe I could just put on some worship music, and I could really then be ready for next week. Really? Okay, yeah, go ahead. Just go on your own. Faith without works, without the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, is going to bring you into things that only develop, present flesh. And what does the word say? That which is born of the flesh dies. That which is of the spirit brings life. It breathes. It manifests. Not just for yourself, but to other people. I hope that, that just that little handout will be something that you would ponder every single day from the moment that you wake up until you go to sleep. Because our natural abilities and with the world and Babylon coming to a close, the word says the Father has shortened the time that the very elect, those set apart, those that call upon the name of Jesus, will not be what? Deceived. The illusion that's on this earth and about ready to manifest in ways as the angel of light, unless we walk by the Spirit, we're going to be oppressed, depressed, 
hopeless, without destiny, without reason, without strength, because it's just going to be so overwhelming, because all of this is temporal. All this is passing away. And we said that when we began to feel the earthquake, right, Ben? Father says, I'm coming one last time. And I believe this is his last coming. He's going to shake everything. And if this world isn't shaken right now, and the heavenly realm, then you are not seeing both by the natural or by the spirit. And the only thing that's going to remain is that which cannot be shaken, which is what? It carries the life of the Spirit of God, the Word manifested. The Word shall be a light unto my path. It's a foundation. And so, the Word says we're going to account for every idle word. Do you know what that means? Every word that's not inspired by the Spirit of God that brings uplifting, strengthening, purpose, hope is an idle word. And we will account for them. This whole training, this whole setting that we find ourselves in, Anybody enjoy being gossiped about, talked about? But walking by the Spirit, orchestrating. <coughs> it's not by chance that Jasper's here this morning. God orchestrates everything. He's looking for a willing vessel to surrender. But my hope is, is that there needs to be, and I'm, and I'm trusting in this, uh, this empowerment of the Holy Spirit, that we're going to be able to um, step into every day's life encounter. Word says to be quick to listen and slow to speak. It says, in all things do through prayer and supplication. Now's the time to learn how to pause. Now's the time to take a step back. I mean, look at this opportunity with Jackson. It isn't just reaching Jackson now. It's reaching the family of the young man who passed away. They're Christians and they don't have answers. Easily get angry at God. God is the one who gives and takes life. Do we understand all of it? Absolutely not. But are they coming alongside the family? They're being invited. They're being asked into. Why do you think the things in your life are becoming experienced? Anybody have somebody come up to you and have only a textbook experience and tell you all about a situation that you should fix? I was an alcoholic. I know what that is. You find your face in a toilet and somebody else has to come along and lift it up for you, you're going to drown. You can read that in the textbook and this is how an alcoholic works. This is what happens to an alcoholic. 
Why is your life what it is? Much of it's by our own choices. But all things work out for good. For that love the Lord and are called by His name. So in turn, He's going to bring you into people's lives that are addicts. Any form of bondage, addiction, pornography. It's all the spirit of bondage. Used to be a young man way, way back from the church, and I knew his parents really well downtown White River, and he was going to another church at the time, but he was pulling on me and different things and going through divorce and that, and so I'd usually talk to him once a week, and he finally got to the point where he says, you know, Lonnie, you, you just... You just can't understand my life. You were born with a silver spoon in your mouth, and you, you just have no idea what's going on in my life. You're not helping me. Really? All these opportunities that we have, the spirit of life, doesn't mean that we have to go through the experience. All you got to do is read about Rahab. And you have the spirit of the Lord, you have the word of the Lord, and you can speak to anybody that's been a prostitute, anybody that's been outside of that which is acceptable, somebody that's been raised outside of Christianity. But even Christianity has its own bondages. But discipleship, being trained up by the Holy Spirit, is very different from going to cemetery, I mean seminary school. Did you hear those play on words? Cemetery versus seminary? The spirit of life comes from the Holy Spirit. The, re- the words that you read on ink on a piece of paper are just ink on a piece of paper. But in a relationship with the Holy Spirit, you say, speak to me, Holy Spirit. Let that word become alive. Let it be written upon my heart. I don't want to be like the Israelites and go around and around and around and around the mountain for 40 years. God wanted them to come up so he could write that on, his, on their hearts, not on stone. But here we have a lamb that ingested the word of God. Can we not be those that ingest the empowerment? Because his word has power. The Holy Spirit brings power to his word to where then faith becomes alive. And that's why that's the only thing that's acquired to see that which you truly believe is unseen. Jesus said, well, how wonderful it is for you that believe in me that have seen me but how much greater are those that have not seen me and believed me. This is where we are right now. That's all that's required to walk through whatever might be before you. It isn't somebody else. It isn't something else. It isn't changing your circumstance. It isn't fixing somebody else. It isn't fixing your circumstance or your situation. It's acknowledging that you are going to be on that which you have the natural ability to do. And it's going to come from him. And the Holy Spirit is going to take you as a son, as a daughter. And he's going to teach you. Word says, practice your spiritual senses. Why would he say practice your spiritual senses if you weren't to practice them? Well, that's for somebody else. That was 2,000 years ago. We don't do that anymore. We don't believe in healing. There aren't demons. That's what cemetery, I mean seminary school brings you. But you're sons and daughters of the king. You're being trained up. You're being equipped. We're talking about warfare. The word says that our hands have been trained for war. Oh, but I'm just, you know, I'm kind of a loving person. I don't really want to. Guess what? You are 
if you're born again, born from above, confess Jesus as your Savior, then you are in the army of God. And guess what? There's a lion. Jackson said it. Well, I guess he's just trying to kill everybody. The word says that there's a lion, the appearance of a lion that rose to and fro all over the earth. What? To destroy you. Why? Because you are created in God's image. You are the only creature on the earth that carries the image of God, fashioned and formed by the hand of the Father. And then I would suggest you read Psalms 139 and Japster, if you ever have an opportunity to pick up a Bible. It's in the Old Testament. Just read Psalms 139. Because the word speaks about you being formed inside your mother's womb before you even saw the first day of life. That's why you're here. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. You know, we have known, yeah, Jasper, I want to speak to you. Um, the Lord has been showing us we don't walk by the, our natural sight, but we walk by eyes of faith, believing. And um, the Lord's been stretching us to not just look at natural circumstances, that there's a reason for everything. Right. And um, I felt uh, nudged to look up the meaning of your name. Ooh, come on. See, look, hang on, Jasper. I, I want you to understand that <laughs> before the beginning of time, Father named you. Mama took the credit, but you were already named and destined, and he had a purpose for your life. That's right. And somewhere along the road, the enemy tricked you. But I believe today is a new beginning for you and that the Lord would want to say, you're not a weak man that can't make wise choices. That with God you can do anything. You can do the impossible. That's right. Oh dear, where'd that go? Go back. Come back. Come back. Where'd you go? Oh Jesus. Okay. The name Jasper means treasure. The name was traditionally assigned to one of the wise men. The wise man. Not a weak man. Mm-hmm. Not a, a man that makes foolish choices. Right. God calls you a wise man today. Come on, come on. And I went down and it said, um, Jas- what does Jasper do spiritually? It sustains and supports through times of stress and brings tranquility and wholeness. Beautiful, beautiful. Those are just some of the things that the Father says you are today, Jasper, and that you are new in Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. And if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, hang on, and if I'm not mistaken, Jasper Stone was one of the stones on the priest's breastplate. You need to look that. You need to look up what the breastplate is. You looked it up. Come on, come on. But I'm talking about God's expression and the breastplate of the priest. Yeah. What I was getting as he was speaking, 
the enemy use to destroy you and your family around you. God is going to use your testimony right. to raise up and reach people because you know where they have been. Mm -hmm. When someone says, you don't understand, you can say, yes, I do. I was down in the dirt, and God grabbed me by the hand and pulled me out. Amen. And put your feet on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. So I just feel like God is going to use you to reach mighty people, a lot of people. Amen. I had a niece and a few other family members that was addicted to drugs a big time. So. Amen. I do have one more thing. As you were sharing last mm -hmm. week about situations you're in. Well, this week, of course, I'm terrified of spiders. And I saw a brown recluse, but I couldn't find him. And I decided to sit on the step, and I got a bit. And it felt like someone was beating me with a bat on my thigh. And, of course, I started freaking out, and I'm like, because my niece had got bitten by one, and she had, like, a great big piece of her thigh that just fell off. Mm -hmm. And I just said, Lord, I said, I'm just freaking out by this. And you can have the faith, but then the disbelief comes in. And I said, I want to have that faith that Paul had when the, when the, the viper had bit him. Amen, that's right. Shiga. So where the enemy mm -hmm. was terrifying me because I kept seeing what happened to my niece, God touched me. And, you know, I mean, I went through a lot of pain for like three days. But I had did not have the effects other than just a few muscle spasms Amen. and naps. So. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. See, that's a life. We're life. We're life. Demands. That's right. That's right. Amen. I'm going to close with this because I want you to. I want, I want you to, this word to become alive inside of you. Kathy and I were watching. I can't remember what it was, but this, I heard this phrase: "Life is happening, happening for us, not to us." Life is happening for us, not to us. That takes us blaming something else. But looking to see what, what it's purposed for us and what that is. Well, the government, well, the doctor. No, we're not, we're not victims. We're overcomers. We're instruments in God's hand. Oh, my boss is terrible. The company just is ruthless. No, wait a minute, wait a minute. Joseph was sent to Egypt. In this world and out of this world, is that not who we are? So we're not subject to that which is of anything less than the purposes of God. We go by the land and its laws, but we don't to where it's compromising our walk with God. 
And so I just want you to just pause for a minute. Just open up your hands for a second. If you haven't been infilled with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is a person. It's not a glob of fog. It's not some kind of mist. It's not a ghost. It's part of the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And Jesus told the disciples, and Norm Berman really got excited when this became alive to him. Jesus said, I must leave you for a while. I must leave you for a while, but I'm going to leave you. I'm going to bring to you the Holy Spirit, who will be your counselor, who will be your healer, who will be your intercessor, will be your friend, will be your deliverer. So this is the person, the Holy Spirit, that's been given to us, which they waited for in the upper room, 120, experienced it, by the tongues, the power of the fire of God, the empowerment of the Holy Spirit to walk out the words that that little lamb ingested. Empower the words that you ingest. Faith comes by hearing. And your relationship with the Holy Spirit empowers what you hear because the challenge here is, is oh, I, I don't practice spiritual senses. That's, that's 2,000 years ago. You mean healing? Raising people from the dead? Oh, no, 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 no. That was, that was 2,000 years ago. No, but the Spirit says, yes, yes, greater works, signs and wonders shall you do. Amen? And so as we begin to approach these days and weeks, because you know what? The trumpet's about ready to sound, the Feast of Trumpets. And then we're into that, which is the Day of Atonement, and then Tabernacles. And this is all preparation, that we don't miss anything that we can take a step of faith and believe in that the empowerment of the Holy Spirit is going to give us the spiritual eyes to see and the spiritual ears to hear beyond what this world is doing and saying, beyond what the TV is trying to tell me, beyond what maybe my co-workers and others are trying to tell me, but what does the Spirit of the Lord that we might then become those that fulfill that which the Father has called us to be. Amen. 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 Father, I thank you for your word. <clears throat> Holy Spirit, I ask that you would be that which places these words right upon our hearts. That even in the night hours, <clears throat> you, you, the word says you're going to bring all things back to remembrance. Let this morning be real. Let the substance of that which is the word becoming a part of who we are. And then it's not a matter of do I want to obey or not obey. It's not even a question. It's a part of our life. It's the part of the way we walk out the way. Your statutes, your commands, that which is a safety for us. And I thank you, Father. I thank you, Holy Spirit. And we love you, Jesus. Father, would you make us one as you and your Son are one. Let our words not be idle. Let us lift up and build up and edify one another. Let's strengthen life-giving words. That you be glorified. Thank you for Jasper, Father, being here. 
Thank you for Robert and Elizabeth being here this morning. Thank you for bringing Jasmine back. <laughs> and oh, Willie, Willie, Lord, just comfort Willie. <laughs> Let him know that she is in your hands and he can trust her in your hands, Father. Bless her family. And Lord, we just thank you. In Jesus' name, <clears throat> amen. Now, a couple of things. I know an email went out. Oh, uh, goodbye, everybody. Thank you, man. Bye, everyone. Blessings to everyone that's watching the Zoom. We're going to get this sound thing right, so bear with us in Jesus' name. Amen.